back to the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Tyler here, here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast, where we give you a brief recap of the day's market action based on what we see in the VRA Investing System and, more importantly, what we see looking forward for investors. Volatile end to a busy week for our markets this week. Despite it being a vacation week for many, the market certainly was, had, was far from a slow week this week. The market rallied off the lows of the day today and the week for that matter, and we continue to see signs of capitulation. As Kit mentioned yesterday, this past week acted a lot like a mini December, as selling pressure was amplified by the fact that there were few buyers around to buy, much like what we saw in 1224. And much like December, we saw massive levels of outflow coming in at the second largest on record with $25.2 billion in outflows from mutual funds and ETFs this past week. Like I said, the second only to December there. That type of selling can certainly signal a bottoming process. Seeing the market rally from the lows of the day and the Dow finishing roughly flat for the week was an encouraging sign going into an August weekend with more unknowns than usual here. Trade tensions were brought up to the top of mind this morning as President Trump announced he wouldn't allow any breaks for Huawei. To paraphrase from his tweets, he said, we are not going to do business with Huawei. That doesn't mean we, we won't agree to something if and when we make a trade deal. We continue to see that a deal will get done. And right now, Kip is running a contest on Twitter, and here it is. When we get the news that the U.S. and China reach an agreement to end the trade war, where do you think the Dow Jones will close the following day? We're looking for an exact number there. Respond with your answer on Twitter. You can find him at kharage. That's K-H-E-R-R-I-A-G-E. He's got a pretty cool prize going with it right now, too. So be sure to check it out and get your answer in there on Twitter. Now to today's session for our markets. The Dow rallied after a dip earlier in the day on that same news from President Trump. It did rally positive briefly before falling into the close, finishing down 0.34% or 90 points to 26,287, roughly flat on the week, but did finish up 190 points off of the lows of the day. So it was a good rally there in the afternoon. The S&P 500 was our... Uh, was Next there, finishing down 0.66% to 2,918, followed by the NASDAQ down a full 1% to 7,959. And lastly, the Russell 2000 was our biggest loser on the day, down 1.25% to 1,513. Now looking at our internals, which earlier this week, we got the first back-to-back-to-back days of negative market internals across the board that was the first time that it happened in over three months. We wanted to see that trend improve throughout this week. We saw steady improvement Tuesday, steady improvement Wednesday, and yesterday saw positive internals across the board. But today, we couldn't hang on. We went back to negative there. Advances, losing out to declines with 3,212 advances to 5,697 declines. New highs to new lows, just about even, but did come back negative with 399 new highs to 400 new lows, just off by one there. Lastly, volume came in negative as well. So not what we wanted to see, and certainly we look for internals to improve in next week's trading. 
Looking at our sectors, we finished with three out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors positive on the day. Healthcare led the way, followed by real estate, which I want to focus on here again because we've seen this as an important indicator right now. Going back when I was growing up in the years leading up to the financial crisis, I can remember seeing my dad, Kip, speaking on stage all over the world, warning people to get out of housing. At the time, housing was just beginning to break down and was a leading indicator that told him where we were heading and that was signaling bad times. Few shared his point of view at the time, but this was a regular conversation for us. We had it on the way to school, at the dinner table. It was fresh in my mind and still to this day is. We've talked about it a great deal at length since and we see it as especially relevant as right now because we see nothing in housing that looks recessionary. Three of our major housing ETFs are at or near 52-week highs. As I've said here before, new highs beget new highs. If a recession was on the way, we would be much further from new 52-week highs in the housing sector right now. Lastly, for our positive sectors, utilities finished higher as well on the day. Very close to new all-time highs there for utilities also. Tech was our leader lower on the day today, so not what we want to see considering tech and the semis have led the way higher, but we were followed there by energy and consumer discretionary. Finally for the day, taking a look at commodities, gold is now roughly flat on the day, down a small 0.03% to 1,509 an ounce. Silver higher on the day by 0.15% to 1,692 an ounce. Copper was our bigger, our biggest loser on the day, down a little over half a percent right now to 2.59 a pound. And lastly, oil was our biggest winner on the day, up a nice three and a half percent to 54.39 a barrel. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our, our VRA podcast in your inbox every day at the market close. You can sign up for that at vrainsider.com/podcast. Uh, Make sure that you go register for Kip's Twitter contest as well. Again, that's at KHarridge on Twitter. And thank you again for tuning in. Have a great weekend. And as always, we'll see you back here Monday for the close.